It's what happens when you let the dog eat. Avs win over the Washington Capitals. Yikes. Six to two. That was scary. <laughs> we got AJ. We got Eric. We got Rudo coming to you live. Honestly, an easy one in yeah. the end for Colorado. They did not really make their life that much harder than it needed to be. Uh, Squirrely eight minutes or so. Yep. And then it was fine. Yep. Uh, let's hit the 60 second rundown to get things started. Uh, first period was actually probably the worst period of the game for the Avs. They really did not play very well through a, a good portion of the first. They were getting dominated in the first half of it when it comes to possession. But Georgiev did play very well for them. Kept it 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, and then superstars do superstar shit. Uh, you get a late penalty from the Avs. They really should have been lucky to get out of the period tied. But Kale McCarr just scores a shorty because he's like that. He can do that. Then you get into the second period and the Avs are just the better team. Or rather, Nathan McKinnon is just the better player as he scores a natural hat trick in the second. And before you know it, it's 4 nothing at Colorado. Uh, they put the game away, essentially, in the third period. They do end up giving up a couple goals to Washington. But Miko and Mack add another goal each to make it a 6-2 final. McKinnon with another four-goal night. The second one in, what is it, two weeks? I don't know. I don't 16 know. games. 16 games. That's uh, that's like Good a month, enough. but still. <laughs> it had never happened in Avalanche yeah, history. Right. It's happened twice in 16 games. <laughs> Not so. too bad. Not too bad on that front. Do we just want to jump right into another fun stat? Tiff, are you ready for this? Uh, okay, we can we can keep it. Let's let's talk about this since we've spent so many shows opening with this guy. Alexander Georgiev. Great tonight. Yeah. A, a, a guy who you've been waiting for to have a proper game and Sure. Is is Washington on a Sega Baba and, and the Avs gave him a big lead and yada, yada, yada. Yes. Mm -hmm. But he was a guy who, I, more than the actual statistics tonight, he looked like a guy who was playing with confidence tonight for me. Yeah, he was really good early on when the rest of the Avs were still trying to find the legs, find the game a little bit. Uh, of all the guys, uh, the rest versus rust conversation after three days off, which is by far the longest break that they've had in a month. Yep. Um. Since Christmas. Um, Georgiev was great. He was just great. Yeah, so, I, yeah, and I agree with you. If you compare it to some of the games that we were criticizing, criticizing him as a group, right? Early on in the game, I don't remember what game, but it's like, you know, he gets four or five shots and he gave up three. I'm trying to remember what game it was, and they're down three nothing. Was it Boston, maybe? Yeah, three on 11 in Boston. Boston. Right, it's just yeah. like... So tonight, he kind of had that feel to it a little bit, too, but he made those saves. He made the big saves. And after that, he didn't really have to do anything in a sense that he did his job, brother, because if the Avs fall down, zero, you know, 2 nothing, 3 nothing, it's a different game. I'm not saying they don't win the game, but it's a different game. So he makes the plays early in the game. That's his job. That's what he needs to do. Then he went on for, I don't know, maybe 18 minutes without a shot, right? Because that's what the Avs do because mm -hmm. they control play all the time. You knew it was going to be, I always tell you guys, like back-to-back, -back, you feel pretty good at the start. You do because you're, you, know, you just played the night before. And then the Avs was like the opposite, right? They hadn't played in three days and felt like they had the skate, you know, guards on still in the first period. And the guys were like, oh, my God, like they never played hockey before, right? You know I mean, that's what it feels like. 
give Georgiev his dues right there. First 10, 15 minutes. He's, he's the star of the game there in the 10, 15 minutes. In my book. I agree. Love it. Here for it. Yeah. But we all know who the, the real star is. What yeah. it, uh, do I, what were you going to bring up, AJ? I think it's ready now. Oh, yeah. Nathan is. McKinnon. More fun stats with Nathan McKinnon. Yep. <laughs> for the Reading, audio, I can't read. Yeah, for the audio <laughs> listeners, Dmitry Filipovich, um, friend of the pod, and yep. look for look for yeah, look for us to be on that show. Um, Nathan McKinnon since November twentieth, four goal games, two zero point games, one. Hmm, that's crazy. Hmm. That's a that's a guy having a having a season. On that a is bender. nuts, man. A heart worthy track. Put it to you that way. Yeah, Nikita Kucherov on Nathan McKinnon's night off as a four-point night. Nathan McKinnon says, all right, I'll I can, have a five-point night. I can night. do better than that. Suck it. It's pretty special stuff. I love it. Uh, two questions here. First of all, do you guys know that song that got made after Austin Matthews' first game? Who led the dogs out? No, no. I'm sorry. No, it's actually it's a song that's called Hit Him With The Four, like Austin Matthews. Wow. Because he scored four goals in his first NHL game. I remember game. that. He didn't look happy about any of them. Yeah. So that, Nathan McKinnon is now commandeering this song. Okay. Uh, the, there are large sections of this song where I don't know the rapper. I'm sorry. I don't know who actually made it. But they're like one of the entire verses is just him going, Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what sure Nathan McKinnon is. will appreciate this. <laughs> So, yeah, maybe uh, if I find the time, I'll dub it over and just say Nathan McKinnon every time he says Austin Matthews in that be, song. It'd actually be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, the other side of this is, is Nathan McKinnon, like, has he solved the Matrix? Is he playing on another plane of existence? What? Yep. Realistically, this is it, right? It can't get any better. There isn't. We've talked a lot about how there's another gear. This is the other gear, right? Yep. This okay. is uh, honestly, this is his playoff gear <laughs> in the regular season. Yeah, fair enough. So the question would be, does it get better in the playoffs this year or does it just continue at this pace? <laughs> Either will do just fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think he's got another gear. That's how scary how? it is. What, what, I'm just how telling many more you right now. I think he's got another gear. <laughs> I, 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 it's just my gut feeling. I think he's got another gear. <laughs> I don't know what gear that is. Double I'm hat not a tricks Ferrari. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know cars, but there's another gear in there. The five goal gear. Yeah. <laughs> there's another gear in there, fellas. He's not. The thing is, like. This gear, he's even reluctant to score the fourth goal. He got Buddy. that third one, and he spent the first half of the third period <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not yeah, the, the only time, the only reason that he scored that fourth goal is because he was so open in the middle of the ice that he was like, I, I, I just got it. He should have scored eight goals. I'm telling you. There's another gear in there. It's and he had eight shots on goal, which, so that would have been pretty impressive. <laughs> 100% shooting would be all right. 50% is not bad, though, to be honest. Uh a couple of factors here with these Nathan McKinnon goals, and, and we're going to go a little bit out of order here, but Nathan McKinnon had a four-goal game. What do you want me to do? Uh, one, multiple one-timers from the left side work tonight. <laughs> I don't think that anything has really changed there. We talked about this on the watch-along. Yeah. 
the thing that changed there is the setups from Miko and Makar on the two separate goals are all world setups that yep. leave Nathan McKinnon in a prime opportunity to score. Yep. But then the you third get the one hat- is, is the two on yeah, one. Yeah, you yeah, get the hat trick goal where no, no, you're fine. Where Miko really just has to slide it across to him, and then McKinnon rips off a beautiful backhand. It's. I liked Eric's point when we were on the watch along about how hard McKinnon goes oh, to yeah. the to the sure. goalie, and because anybody that's read a scouting report about Nathan McKinnon knows he likes to go high on that glove when mm-hmm. he has when he get when he breaks in like that, and so to see him drive the net like he was going to do exactly that and then he just cuts hard to his backhand nice not bad nice and then finally uh are we officially calling a four goal game an underwear trick is that where we're at i mean no but also ladies Wilding out at the ball at Ball Arena tonight. <laughs> Both an underwear and a, a thong yeah. were thrown onto the ice. Not uh, no judgment, by the way. Go crazy. No, pop off. You, that's your clothing. Get crazy. How do you throw your underwear on the ice, though? I'm just trying to. Good arm. No, no. I mean, you gotta take them off. Yeah, man. You, just, you know, I'm not gonna answer. That's the what question. the first three goals did. All yeah. right. We're just also, staying away from this. McKinnon also, you know, put Lindgren's jock in the rafters. So fair enough. He had to feel pretty bad for that guy tonight. He it didn't was, stand yeah, too much a chance. Tough night for that guy. Uh, but I tell you what, I, we keep seeing those goals right now on replay. And <laughs> you feel bad a little bit. Like I just saw Carlson there. Like the abs were just zipping that thing around and moving. And it looked at times like. Wash had no idea. They had no answer. They were just running around. <laughs> well, and that it was awesome to watch. The reason you feel bad for him is because what goalie in the NHL is stopping those? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> yeah. Those beat everybody. It's not a oh the Avs took advantage of a a weak goalie like they did uh, the other night against Sogard. This was the Avs just making great hockey plays, and and. <laughs> Even the ones that don't go in, you're regularly watching the abs go tic-tac-toe, make three <laughs> sick passes, and you're like, okay, dude, whatever. I'm afraid whatever. to say his name because I don't. the reaction is always intense, but Ryan Johansson is robbed of two assists tonight. Yep. Easily. Easily. Because Lindgren actually makes two fantastic saves. Oh, yeah. Sometimes uh, they just make the best save on you. I mean, they Seems. technically didn't make them on Ryjo. Yeah. That's how it goes, though. If that's, that's not okay. hockey, I don't know what is. Uh, I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about Nathan McKinnon more, but I want to back it up here. Let's go back to that first goal. And if Nathan McKinnon hadn't had a five-point night, arguably the guy who played the best in this game, <laughs> Kale McCarr? Yeah, I I don't know how to separate them when they have nights like this where you're <laughs> no. like, all right, one of these guys scored Four. Yeah, Miko, had Miko has a five-point five night. Was it a five for yeah, him, Yeah, he finishes too? with five. Jesus, and, you know, Kale McCarr is unbelievable. Has a shorthanded goal. Yeah. Multiple points on top of that. Yeah. He has, because Kale McCarr finishes with a shorthanded, uh, shorthanded point, a power play point, and even strength point, right? But he has the play of the game in my book. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the goal that breaks right. the game yeah. open. Oh, totally. Right? I mean, that shorty is the game that breaks Not the crazy. And this guy's so good. I mean, man. We only had three points tonight. Kind of sucks, but what whatever. a bum! And the thing I want to get into on Kale mm, McCarr power play points. They were both power play. Yeah, so McCarr finishes with a shorthanded point and two power play. Yeah, points. they went two before four and a power enough. play. Fair enough. Uh, oh no, not that. But the thing I wanted to talk about with McCarr 
as AJ kind of had already mentioned in the pregame, the Avs have really been on a grueling schedule for this season. If you remember, their October was very slow. So essentially from November all the way through to this last three-day break, yeah. the Avs have played, in some cases, it was up to six more games <laughs> yeah. than other teams in the league. Yeah. So they've been significantly busier. And you see what three days off can do for someone like a Kale McCarr. A, a guy that I think realistically we've looked over the last week or two of games and said, hey, you need more out of that guy. Turns out when he has his legs back, you get a whole lot more out of him. I, I'm going to jump in right there. And as soon as I saw, well, I kind of heard him uh, during the road trip. Uh, I'm talking about Bednar. Uh, I think too many times coaches uh, mess that up. Uh, you know, the, the, I'm going to give them kudos here. So, so bear with me. On the road trip, I heard him say like, oh, yeah, three games, uh, three days. And I think two of those are going to be days off. And so many times coaches overthink things, you know, and they're like, okay, we're going back home. We have three days. Then we have a break. We can use a couple days of practices there, get on our top of our system. No, no, mm -hmm. opposite. And it, they, they nailed it right on the head. They nailed it, which was come back from the schedule, right? Sunday afternoon game in Philly, Saturday afternoon game in Philly. Mm -hmm. Give them Sunday off. So they got home. It was Saturday night. Let's say they were at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at home, okay? Right? Awesome. Because you gained the two hours. Mm -hmm. Sunday off. Monday practice. Tuesday off, come fresh for morning skate on today. Mm -hmm. Kudos to the coaching staff. They nailed it. Too many times and so many times I've seen in my life in the NHL, coaches overthink this thing and then all of a sudden throw a couple hard practices in there because we got to go over this and this and that. No. You got to get away from the rink. You got to get Kel McCarr home, playing with his dog or whatever it is. I don't even know if he has a dog, but you know what I'm saying. Do something else. Rather than going to the rink, and then you come so fresh, and look at McKinnon, look at everyone tonight, Georgiev, you know you got to take advantage of those holes in the schedule because you're not going to see after this break here. I didn't look at the schedule. I don't think they have a three day and a half, three and a half day break with all the game. Right? They come back from the All Star break and kick it off with a back to back on the road. Oh, so fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just like you've been on the beaches in Cabo <laughs> and you come back. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they have a three-day. I mean, I don't even look at the schedule, but I mean. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd have to look. I and know if they do, take notes on what you just did and do it again. Repeat. Right? Rinse and repeat. Uh, so, look, obviously there's a, a factor that matters when it comes to getting that rest where you can, especially for someone like Kale, who we know has been nursing things on and off this year. So just wanted to throw that out there. Granted, it is a Washington team that was on a Sega Baba, a team that the Evs should be able to skate circles around through portions of this game. But and to that point, I'm going to add a couple things too. It's yeah. so different nowadays with all the technologies and, and the video work they can do and, you know, meetings and, and get something out of it without getting on the ice. Where back then it was more like, okay, let's just get on the ice because what else are we going to do? Like VHS, tape to tape. <laughs> Trust me, it wasn't that easy. <laughs> and then uh, and it was time consuming. So now it's like you can get a quick meeting. They're so far ahead now with technology of exercise and all that kind of stuff. And 
you know, and, and all the data and the scientific shit, you know, that they can get. When I say shit, you, you know what I mean? Stuff that they can get. And then everybody has a sleep doctor now. I mean, there's so many things you can look at. Shit, man. Even I have a sleep doctor. <laughs> it's true. What, your watch? Like, isn't there a watch that tells you, like... Oh, I have no there idea. is a watch that yeah. will tell you how right? you slept. Yes, I know. I'm scared of that. You know why? Because I'm scared it's going to tell me like, "Oh, you're not getting enough," and then you're like, "Oh shit!" That like, is definitely what it will tell you. Yeah. That's right. Well, 100. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> am I wrong? What am I doing wrong right now? I would just be so scared, like, because you keep looking at it, right? I'm trying to fix it. At a 99 sleep score last night. See, that's must what be I'm nice, saying. dude. <laughs> I'm it's, regularly throwing yeah, like your hours are all messed on up that anyway. Thing. Does it ca- does it's it qualify rare. your hours and stuff? Like of yeah. when? Yeah, tra- well, I, when? my usage last night, I had eight hours and four seconds of sleep. I had a good mask seal. I had six point eight events per hour, which is very, very low. And I only took my mask off once. Yeah, and but was, how'd you get that? From the mask or from your watch? No, for, I don't have a watch. Okay, no, this no, is just an app that yeah. goes to the machine that I that oh, I. Oh, guess it goes to the machine. You can get a watch. Yeah, that does okay, it but too, I thought. Though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought it was a I'm watch. I'm glad too. we're having this conversation. <laughs> I love this shit. That's how you know it was an easy game. For, for the, the for the record, the abs have two three day breaks left this season, uh, and they have a bunch of two day breaks. Sure, their schedule. Yours, um, in terms of work. Is very They've light compared to already. the rest yeah. of the teams. Yep. Uh, and as somebody who keeps track of schedule stuff like this, it's like easily their 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 lightest workload in years in the second For half the of good, the season. Because they play good teams, though, right? The winning percentages of they who do play playing. good yeah. teams. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is their toughest stretch. It's right now and, and like the past the, the, the last few weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. So it's been the last several weeks. It was, and then it is immediately out of the break. Okay. And then after that, they go back to a middle schedule. Middle, it's fine. They go to playing a lot of central division teams. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. The, the division that has given them by far the most problem. Yeah, well. but I freaking hate those games for teams that it means nothing at the end of the day. I freaking hate it. And yet, they always come down to important games. Sometimes. Yeah. The NHL's actually like credit them. They've done a pretty good job of you'll get a. Avalanche Dallas game late in the year or whatever yeah. it is. So, I hate Dallas. <laughs> you hate a lot of things tonight. What? Eric. Anyway, Jared Bednar says McKinnon's going from great to elite, buddy. He's, he's been, been elite. elite. Yeah, he's he don't know the words yeah. anymore. He's going from elite to god tier. Like uh, he listen to me. He knows. He's got another gear. That's what he's. Nah, I'll tell you what the difference is. Hit McKinnon's me. been elite, but now he's in the inner circle. Nice. Go get yourself in the inner circle with Circle K. You can get a bunch of amazing uh, prices and bonuses and get the Inner Circle Rewards app today. Your first five Phillips after you get in it are 25 cents off a gallon, uh, and they have a ton of other amazing rewards and otherwise when you go shop with Circle K. Uh, We were all munching on the uh, sour gummy worms today during the watch-along. Absolutely delicious. Even AJ was getting down on a few of them. So let's go. You know they're good at that point. Would you say that McKinnon snacked on Washington tonight? (laughs) You're not the best writer in the world. To be be honest, it felt more like he devoured them. Oh, two writers going at it right now. (laughs) That was not a snacking. Two poets. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Either way, head over to Circle K today. Get those inner circle rewards. You got the QR code. Right on screen where you can get it, or you can go to circlek.com slash inner circle today to grab them and get become, yeah, become part of the inner circle. Uh, also brought to you by the folks over at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
You can go over with DraftKings, put a deposit in today with code DNVR and get $200 in bonus bets. So jump on it with DraftKings, go in there, bet on whatever you feel like. A kid in four goal game. I bet you could get really good odds for betting on that, and it would have hit twice in the last month or so. So there are some good options out there, uh, including betting the over in every Avs game ever, unlike me, who didn't bet that today, but should have. Uh, join up with DraftKings today. You can also, of course, bet on the NFL playoffs with the uh, championship games coming up this weekend and otherwise basketball, crazy sports like badminton, Whatever you need, DraftKings has you covered. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Hmm. 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 I don't know what to say. You can also bet on Counter Strike. Maybe I'll call up DraftKings and be like, "Hey, a one v one's going down. <laughs> That'll be our custom bet. Yeah. <laughs> the DNVR bet of the week. Is... How many rounds does it take? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Join DraftKings either way. Use the DNVR code. DNVR code. Of course, when you do join, you must be 21 or over. Uh, please play responsibly, and please buckle up. Keep all your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Because when you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuing cgkng.com slash hockey fair eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL NHL Shield, the registered trademarks of the National Hockey League, copyright NHL 2024, all rights reserved. And scene. <laughs> all right. Second period <laughs> of the DNVR. Getting the man some water. Avalanche podcast. Um, uh, let's, looking at this game, how much chops, how much credit do the Avs get? Because obviously they played great. Obviously their stars dominated. Do you chop them down a little bit for Washington being on a Sega Baba? Do you chop them down a little bit for Washington being just an okay team this year? Or is this, uh, is this full optimism the Avs really are this good of a hockey team? Uh, yeah, you do. I mean, take, take it into a context, some context, right? It like, matters, yeah. Like, Washington got the shit kicked out of them last night in Minnesota. They were a tired, beaten-up, old-ass team that rolled into a buzzsaw. The Avs were 18 and 5 at home coming into this game. Like they're rested. They've been winning a lot of hockey games. Like this was going to be a pretty big uphill, but then they got healthier coming into this game. <laughs> you add Byram and Leckett into this true. lineup. Like uh, that's tough. Yep. So, like it, you do at least just say, "Hey, this was a this was an uphill battle for the Caps coming in. The Avs took advantage. Uh, that's a that's a solid hockey team in Washington, though. That Colorado made look bad. Like, that was a shit-kicking. So does this go down as an easy win that was supposed to be an easy win, then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's exactly how I would have it on this one. This one All was right. just... The same way that when the Avs lost to the Kings earlier, coming at the end of that Western swing... Totally. They had played... That game was like their second game in like 22 hours. They played an overtime game the night before, and the yep. Kings hadn't played in 
like a year. Like, you know? It was like over a week. Yeah, it was it was like four days <laughs> we were or dying. something. We were all mad. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, it oh, was, God, this is going to get and, ugly. And the Amps played well for the first half of that and game. Then, and by I, the third period, they were nothing. completely spent. And it still took a while for the Kings to break through in that game. And little did we know that would be the last time the Kings would win this year. Yikes. So, wow. So, you know, like it, like we after that game, we were like, hey, you kind of been this one. This was one that you circled at the beginning of the year and oh, said this yeah. was going to be really hard to win. From the Caps perspective, that's ex- if we were doing a Caps pod, that's exactly what I would be talking about right now. That sucked to sit through. But it was the expectation. Yeah, that's yeah. a top five team in the NHL that just blew us out in their building. And they had all circumstances in their favor. And then they got all the puck luck in the game. Like everything broke Colorado's way tonight. Yeah. Spencer Carver, you could see him on the bench. The coach of the Capitals was like defeated. You know, yeah. it's just like... He wasn't too happy with the outcome. And you can tell that the message the last couple days, too, you know, hey, I'm giving you guys rest from the coaching staff. It's we have a job to do here. And the job is to get four points in two games. And then we get a break. And then we all come back. And then we all refresh. And then we get back to driving home the bus to to bring us to the dance. And, And I think that tonight was past the test with the first one. And then now you just, you know, breathe tomorrow and then you get ready Friday for, for the Kings. And then you really try to drive it home and say, okay, all right, perfect. That was our short-term goal. Get four points out of four. Half of it is done right now. And then you got another half coming up Friday. Well, and, and just to look ahead to that game, LA just blew a 3 nothing lead tonight to Buffalo. And uh, last I saw it was 5-3 Sabres. Is, is it? I was In just LA. Looking. Yeah. St. Louis ended up winning you're, an OT. You're talking... They won it in OT? No, St. Louis. Uh, sorry, oh, I'm okay. looking at the wrong game. St. Um, Louis. St. Louis beat... Uh, One, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever they're called. They beat Canucks. Vancouver, yeah. So uh, you're talking yeah, about... Three. That's the that's that's a game that... You might be the team to get Todd McClellan fired. Yep. The Kings have been on a deep downward spiral. Yeah, yeah it's tough right now to watch. A deep... Keep them down there. Downward spiral. And yeah, it, you're, you're fantastic at home. You've played the Kings twice in L.A. this year. You get them on home ice now. Put Look them away. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, put them away. And then you're done. Like you, you have two games in three days. You're fresh as can be. And then you're on your break. You don't have another game until February 5th or 6th. I don't remember when their first game is. I want to say 5th, but I could yeah, be wrong. I, I just don't remember which. Uh, so it's like... Just... Let it all hang out there. Yeah, just smoke those guys, too. Get their coach fired and go about your business. No, we don't want people to get fired. You wish harm on teams, but you don't want people to get fired. (laughs) I think it might be the reverse of that. (laughs) But you know what I mean. I know. As a team, you want them to lose, but you don't want people to lose their jobs. Losing has consequences, man. That's the reality of losing a lot. Hey, Father Todd's been there, what, five years now? I mean, it's longer than people think, right? Because it was the rebuild. And, yeah. You know, you know the, this is how we play and learn. And now it's, you got to take that step. And that's the hardest one. They've done everything that they can. They've spent a it ton of like, assets. It looked like. And we'll talk to Blakey Friday, right? So, And it but, sure looks like they gave up a number one defenseman in Brock Faber yeah, for Kevin Fiala. Yeah, that does not look great. But which, Fiala's been outstanding, too. Right now. Yeah, I know, but right. Which, I know. What's, what's more valuable? I know. I know. Top line wing or Brock Faber? Brock Faber. Forgot that. Look at Tough. 
looking tough right I now. I forgot that it was a Faber. Uh, it was a Kings pick, yeah. Yep. Uh, and anyway, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, for the Kings, it's looking bad right now. And, and then you they don't have the excuse saw. that the Golden Knights do where it's like, hey, all of our goalies have been hurt, and now our entire lineup is hurt, and this is a real, this is a real tough thing for us right now. No, the, the Kings have just totally... In the dumps, yeah. for sure. So, so one other player there. I want to do... Well, there's multiple other players, but the one other player who starred in tonight is Miko Rantanen. And My dog. I, I think a night like tonight shows you when you get a night where all of the Avs' big guns are going, there are not a lot of teams in the NHL that can keep up. You, when Sheldon Keefe said that the other day after the, yeah. the Avs came back and beat the Maple Leafs, we were all kind of like, wow, he really said that? Because it was like, hey, what can I do? I, I only have the most expensive forward core in the league. <laughs> Why, you know, what can I, but what can I do against those guys? Those guys are incredible. My guys are pretty good. Those guys are in a literal different league. He's what he was talking about. If he's watching the TV tonight, he's saying, see, I was right. <laughs> I told yeah. you guys. That's exactly it. He got done He got done eking out a one nothing win against the Jets, and he was like, you see, you see what I mean? What is this? It looks like a video game at times. Like, when, they're, when they get going... Some of the stuff that they make, some some of the plays that they make, is just like it doesn't even result in goals. And you're like, what is this craziness? These guys are the globe trotters. You, they're the hockey globe trotters when they are locked in. You I don't see any other team in the NHL do that. You almost forget that you're watching an NHL game when they're doing stuff like that. You're you're like transported to this like. Oh, I'm just I'm am I watching like a CHL team play against a really bad CHL team because the gaps in that league are significantly bigger yeah. than what they are in the NHL. But the Avs make teams look like that in the best league in the world. Yeah. They make teams look like they don't belong. It's it's outrageous that they can ever reach that level, let alone Nathan McKinnon, who now has what it's eighty points on January 23rd, 82 points on January 24th. What's Miko at now with 65? Yep. I mean, that's... He's tied with Connor McDavid. We're not even talking (laughs) about the guy. Jesus. Connor McDavid is... We complain about him. (laughs) People are making a a heart case for Connor McDavid, and the Avs' second best player has as many points as that guy. Third best player. Sure, you can give it to Makar. I'm I'm not going to have this. Hey, I I got a quick question sidetrack here. Um, What is it again? Three wins is... uh, Winning streak. Winning streak. Four is four is a heater. Five, five is, is a wagon. wagon. What about fourteen? It, it's a statistical anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give credit to the Oilers. I mean, honestly, I mean that's crazy. Yeah. That is awesome. You don't take I mean, anything honestly. away from that. That's awesome. Fourteen. Fourteen games? is a bananas. Jeez. I mean, not just, like fourteen. Oh, they've gotten points no, in all of them, and they're twelve zero no, and two. Fourteen, 14 wins. Yeah. It's incredibly like impressive. Like Stuart Skinner, it's it's how can he be that, that bad? Statistically, that good? It's crazy. Nuts, yeah. man. But when 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 they were really really bad early in the season, and people like me who were looking at the numbers going, "This can't continue." This was not what we meant. <laughs> yeah. This also can't continue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you're living in Canucks level of extremes here. <laughs> Canucks lost an OT tonight. They sure did. Jets hey, also lost an OT. Sidetrack, sorry. A lot of OT losses right now. <laughs> All right. What did Quinn Hughes get? Oh, look. Yeah, I don't know. Less than Kale got? I don't know if he had one on the 
Game time goal. Right yeah, I don't know. P.S. Kale McCarr is 25 years old. <laughs> Just set the record for most goals by an Avalanche defenseman ever. Yeah, it's going to be tough for anybody to ever track him down. And think about that. He didn't come for, what, two years after he got drafted? Yeah. Yep. Think about that. That's it's his it's insane. <laughs> this is his sixth year pro. Uh, I guess yeah. fifth year full year pro. Yeah, fifth full pro year. You just got. I two mean, assists, whatever. Two and then like those are limited by COVID years. I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. say he also has couple couple of COVID seasons in there, so he doesn't get in full sample of games. Yep, and he's always hurt. He misses games every year, so it's it's not like he's been an Iron Man. So it's hilarious that the guy is already smashing not just like regular season records which he's done plenty of yeah. but smashing all time avalanche records at this point in his career and those were like those were low bars for sure. like most defense most points by a defenseman whatever it just that stuff has always been really low for the avalanche because they never had that long time you know had they kept Sanders Ozilinch for a decade maybe it would have been a little bit different yep. they didn't so now all of these records are going to belong to Kale McCarr yeah. probably forever most likely. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a Ray Bork level when he was in Boston, yeah. where you're looking at it like the any defenseman that gets there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie McAvoy's like seventeen hundred. What the? F- <laughs> no, dude. No, I'm not getting to that. I think I'll never win the Norris. God damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just fun. Nights like this are fun to watch the Avs be one of the best teams in the NHL. Yeah, who's got two two assists tonight? Yeah, okay. he got one on the game tying goal. Of course he did. Uh, anyway, that guy's also been great this year. Oh, he's um, awesome. See, I shot yesterday or two days ago. Whoa. Yeah. We Animal. are over 100 likes. Thank you, chat. We appreciate that. So let's do our winner shots. Your vitamin W here brought to you by Dr. Dubs. Uh, we appreciate y'all Oops. for getting us over 100 likes. This is the good stuff, chat. This is the vitamin W that you need. Dr. Dubs. <sighs> <laughs> Not just winter shots, but we're also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can go get your Breck Brew anywhere in the 50 United States using the Breck Beer Locator online at breckbrew.com. Get yourself an Avalanche Amber and enjoy it because uh, the Avs are a good hockey team, it turns out. Why not? <laughs> that goal from Miko is so cool. Like, ups- yeah. Up Flips a stick Upside over. Down. Chops but it out of midair. the three guys aren't touching them. Like, yeah. It's I would have bulldozed them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? I mean. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you can't just bulldoze a moose. All right? That's true. It doesn't work out that way. And then we're also brought to you by Fubo TV, the easiest way to watch your avalanche and Colorado sports. You can go on to FuboTV.com slash DNVR today. You get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. You get over 140 live channels, including sports, news, TV shows, movies, you name it. They got everything covered for you. If you're not sure about it, you can go to FuboTV.com slash DNVR and start a free trial. See how it works. It doesn't take any gear. You don't need a cable connection. You don't need any of that. You just go start the free trial. You get it all set up. You're rocking and rolling. It's a great time. It's super easy to use. It comes with a thousand hours of DVR. So even if you can't catch all the games live, you can always record them and have them ready to go. Uh, it, it really is awesome. We all uh, use Fubo now when we are not in the office and we need to go catch a game or something like that. I use it for Nuggets games. There you go. Fubo's the way to get get with it. FuboDV.com slash DNVR or that QR code on screen. Sign up there to get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. 
third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast as we are officially into DNVR after dark territory, folks. Anything could happen in this period. <laughs> <laughs> Let's gear this up. I, I want to talk about the realities of, of Nathan McKinnon's season. Because we've had a lot of conversation. We were just having the conversation about the Oilers, about how this isn't sustainable. Yeah. How sustainable is Nathan McKinnon's season right now through 48 games having 80 points? Um, I mean, it's uh, he's close enough to two points per game that it, you're like, it seems unlike feels unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, come on, man. Is he really going to have 140 points <laughs> this year? So I've I've said a couple of times, I think it cools down at some point. And that's especially true if they are pretty locked into a seed at the end of the season, whether that be a one or a two or three, whatever it might be. Whatever, if it's confirmed what they're going to be. Yeah, and and like say like the last like seven games of the season, they're pretty comfortable with where they are seed wise. Start to see some dudes cruise around yeah. a little bit, like yeah. like we did in twenty two, where sure. you that know last the Evs, ten game stretch. Yeah, the Evs went four, five, and one, and people were like, "You can't just turn this on in the postseason," and it was like, "Yeah, you can." <laughs> And like, one of those games was in Winnipeg. I worked it and I went and I was like, uh, I remember texting you guys and being like, this is the most relaxed NHL team I've ever been around. Even on that stretch, like they, one of those games they played against St. Louis and they decided to turn it up that game for whatever reason. And they smoked that team out of the building. Cause it's a poverty ass franchise. (laughs) Nobody gives a shit about. (laughs) Boy. Sorry ass blues. (laughs) Sorry, what were we talking about? Uh, Nathan McKinnon's sustainability. Yeah, I, on some level, this is totally sustainable, man. I, I've, I've put the bottom rung at this. If he stays healthy, at 120. Uh, that's a point. That's less than a point. Nah, it's right about a little over yeah, a point he's per game. Per, 40 per points yeah. away from it. <laughs> that's at the All Star break. That's so stupid, dude. <laughs> I think he so, sustains yeah. it. I, 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 and I'll tell you why. I think he's in. Fantastic physical condition, you know. I think that it took him a little bit of a to get going, a little bit of time to get going at the start of the year. I think he found his groove. Once he found his groove, he's never looked back. Um, sometimes it looks like he's not even breaking a sweat. Yeah, honestly. Um, and, and I think with the sporting cast that he has, and that's not. Uh, taking anything away from him, like, you know, people when they say, oh, yeah, but he's got... No, but what I'm saying is it's a great combo together. You know what I mean? So if you add that, uh, you know, to, to, to his physical condition, to his mental shape right now where they lost last year, they won the year before, Gabe's not there, somebody's got to step up, right? And, and I think he's took the bull by the horn. I think we just saw Bednar talk about that. You know what I mean? On his presser tonight, we didn't. I mean, we just didn't have the sound on, but that's what it sounded like. Um, so I do believe it's sustainable. Um, I do believe he will be a maniac down the stretch, and and once the postseason comes, and that's where I say he's got another level, because I mean the, the point production might not be there the same, but but the level of play, he's got another level. We all know in playoffs, it's even harder to get points. And, yep. You know, but I'm saying this: his play will go up a notch, and that's what I mean. But he's got another level, so I think it's sustainable. I think he blows the door off your 
prediction of 120, whatever it was. Um, I expect he should. Yeah, like you said. And then, uh, but it's fun to watch. It's pretty to watch, and and it's fun to watch Miko. It's fun to watch Kale. It's fun to watch everybody when when things are rolling like this, you know. And again, it was fun to see Byron and Lekkonen back tonight. Even though you know they they were feeling their ways, you know. But we're going to talk yeah, about them in a second. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, just just a. You're talking about slow start to for, for this for McKinnon at the beginning of the year. He had nine points in the first ten games. That's slow for him. Yeah. <laughs> Since then, you know, it's crazy. Seventy-three points. Seventy-three points in thirty-eight games. That's, That's what so I'm saying. Stupid. Can you imagine if he had that pace the first ten? What would be at right now? Do the math. I mean, you guys he'd are good be, at numbers. He'd be at approaching a hundred. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's Gretzky like. Right? 73 points in 38 games. Um, Just shy of two points per game, man. I would want to go and actually sit down with a calc. I'm not going to do math live on yeah, air because yeah. yikes. Yikes. <laughs> but um, I would be curious to how see how this. How many seasons all time. Yeah. How this compares to McDavid getting 100 in the COVID season in yep. the 56-game season. Yep. Against that weak-ass Canadian division. It's, it's slower, but not by a lot. <laughs> it's right there. 73 and 38. Somebody want to extrapolate that across 82 games for me real quick, and we can see what what point pace he has uh, if, been on for the last right, so 38 if you just, games. If you just multiply it, you would get 146 in 76. Uh, I'm not doing math live on it. So you're, you're looking at I'm not doing this. roughly 155 points in an 82-game season <sighs> at that pace. Roughly. It's like a... I need a calculator. I'd be so curious to see where that, even even with the '80s, where that would be. Yeah, so. it'd be it'd be up there, no doubt about it. 157, 157 points. Shut the. F- <laughs> All right. Uh, and the, and the other good, side man. of this, the last thing I want to mention about McKinnon, but this is true of the Abs as a whole. 19 and five on home ice. Nathan McKinnon is literally guaranteed a point, at least in every single home game. He has not gone a single home game without a point yet. Teams don't want to come here. <laughs> Teams don't want to play this team in Colorado right now. I can tell you the Kings don't want to play them tomorrow <laughs> on Friday. Kings might, want, might not want to play anyone also, right now. Also, we, we talk about this a lot, but the 10-game segments. Yep. The Avs are now eight games into their into this 10-game yep. segment. Yep. Yep. Six and two. Yep. Yep. There you go. You go one and one, you had seven and three again. Yep. Uh, I'm just saying, right? We talk about it all the time. That's 700 hockey. That would be 700 hockey for four segments of, five of the segments. five, ten game segments. Yep. Ridiculous. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> for a team that we spend a lot of time criticizing and breaking yeah. down and being like, hey, like they're pretty good, man. Yeah, tonight, tonight, we're just gonna let this. We're very much a. No, this is ridiculous. Yep. This is and, awesome. And and, and, and Winnipeg's on an absurd run. Like, forget about that. Like, yeah. Even like, what was it, 20 games in a row of two and under? Forget about the three like and under. 32. It was like, no, but the three and under. But like, yeah. two and under was like, oh, yeah. It was like 20 in a row. Yeah, that was some outrageous amount. And then they're looking at it and they're like, shit, those guys are still there. Yep. They're right there on our. Asses. After right? tonight, yeah. they're technically tied in points. Yeah, yeah so I, I know. Winnipeg, I understand. Like, Winnipeg yeah, has games in hand and whatever. What I'm trying but. to say is, oh my God, we're not even gaining ground on them. Yep. And we've played absurd hockey, and here we are complaining about the yeah, Yep. Because yep. we did pick it. It's crazy. 
the, what I will say about a night like tonight is I think it was fair. A lot of times over the last month, it was the abs finding ways to win, yeah. which is great. It's something you have to be able to do, but there hasn't been a ton of games like tonight where the abs are just the better team and they just win. It feels pretty good when you get some games like this in the bank. In the bank. Not stressful when you're watching it, when you're coaching it, when you're playing it. Yep. There's no stress tonight. No stress at all. Not nope. by the middle of the second period. It was it was all fun and games. Yeah. You mentioned Byron Lekkinen. I want to throw Sam Malinsky yep. in there as well because he's yep. kind of a guy potentially fighting for a roster spot. Any particular thoughts on the two guys getting back into the lineup and Sam Malinsky? Uh, I thought Lekkinen was a much higher impact player. Um, I need to go back and rewatch just to get a feel for Byram and Malinsky specifically. There, there were things defensively from Byram's game that I thought were not not very good. Multiple multiple instances where I thought he was losing. Uh, he lost his coverage, broke it down, whatever, whatever. He missed nine games. Like I'm not going to get on a guy in a six-two win. I'm not going to seriously get on a guy about yep. any of this. Um, but I I do need to go back and rewatch to get a feel for it. I liked Malinsky's game a little bit more on live, and I thought Lekkonen was an easy, high-impact player tonight. The, you, you could see it immediately. The Kale McCarr shorthanded goal doesn't start. It uh, doesn't happen without Arturi Lekkonen in neutral, at neutral ice creating chaos, and then Andrew Cogliano picking that up, and and then Kale McCarr just being a... Being Kale McCarr, yeah. Yeah, being whatever you want to call well, him. It, it, <laughs> and you mentioned it. You know, obviously they didn't convert on their chances, but Rijo could have had multiple assists tonight. You throw Arturi Lekkinen on that guy's line, and that line has its best night in a month. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to Cogs. He just can't be in a top nine anymore. Just doesn't have the high-end offense. He should be, be a true fourth-line guy yeah. at this point in his career. and Bring leadership. and you know, it's Yeah. Hard. And, like, you're talking about on a fourth line, though. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you know, if you really do, if this – we'll just – I'll just briefly mention it, though, but if the Zach Parise thing is real, you slide him into the Cogliano spot in your top nine, your top nine suddenly has a very strong feel to it. Yep. And Cogliano down on your fourth line makes your fourth line more of a true fourth line and not a, we're just... These are three Hanging out here. Yeah, Yeah, these we're just trying to get by with these seven minutes every night, you know, whatever they played. Yep. Um and one of Kibi Ronter McDermott will will come out of the lineup. Um, if that were to happen, I, we don't know the veracity of that, and, yeah. and it wouldn't happen until after the All Star break anyway. So no. it's we've got a couple weeks to talk about it. So yeah. I'm not going to get too far into it. But you do see Arturi Lekkinen immediately makes Ryan Johansson feel much more viable yep. when Rijo's not having to carry a line. Yep. He's not the best player on that, most talented player at this point in his career on a line. No. Not in a, oh, hey, let's keep him. Oh, hey, maybe this can work. Oh, hey, we don't need a center. We don't need any of that. No, 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 no. None of that. Just you saw the difference tonight, and that's the that's how good our Terry Lekkinen really is and should make you feel good. Yep. Well, just look on the – we talked about – you touched on it a little bit. Look on the first goal. The play of the game in my book, the Makar shorthanded, just his work in the neutral zone on the PK there creates that goal. And yeah. he didn't get an assist, right? I mean, he did at the end of the day, he makes the play. You know what I mean? He makes – he creates the turnover. That's what he does. Hockey smarts, hockey IQ, whatever you want to call it. And that's what he brings to the lineup. 
And that's where he solidifies the lineup. And that's where he makes Rigel better. Anyone that plays with him better. As far as Byron, I, I thought he was uh, fine. You know, uh, again, I'm with you. We'll leave it at that in the sense that, you know, he hasn't played in a while. And yeah. whatever his injury was, I have no idea. We don't know. So we don't know what's, but did he feel good? Was he limited? You know, whatever. Um, I defer with you a little bit on Sam Malinsky. I, and again, that's the, oh, that's the, the blue collar coming from the minors. You know what I mean? I just, I would have liked a better game from him. They took, by surprise, to your surprise, Jack Johnson out of the lineup, yeah. right? I'm just saying, I would have liked, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just nitpicking right now. They won 6 2. I'm just saying, I would have liked a better game from him to say, like, hey, yeah, that was the right call. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying he played bad, especially because you know he's coming out of the lineup for the Kings game. I think he's out next game. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, so I, I don't know. We I would have liked. He's to, out yeah, of that I, exactly. I don't say no, we expected Arudo uh, yeah. and I that he was going to be in Loveland by today. So you know what I mean? Right? Two days ago we talked about yeah. that. Yes, was it yesterday? Yesterday. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I just, I just, I just would have liked a little more like eh, assertiveness. Honestly, know, but I'm just nitpicking. His game tonight, I think, would even justify an 11-7 approach against the Kings. You could put Jack Johnson yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. You You're could right. play, You're you could right. play Sam Malinsky. Yeah. You could take one of Kibby Ronto or McDermott. I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say I have a preference. It doesn't what matter. I, yeah. I, I feel like if I, I, I just can't say any more about Curtis McDermott that I haven't said a bunch yeah. over the last But I got a question years. for you guys then. Um, because I've never really looked at it like in that way or last year. or What's... What's Pratter and and Bednar's thoughts on eleven and seven? They like it or don't? They did don't it like for it? like a full month yeah. last year. Now, obviously, last remember, year yeah. injuries were know, a major factor in yeah. some of that. So some of that was their hand being forced. But when you look at it, if if Malinsky or if if Jack Johnson, they feel good about where he is health wise uh, for the for the Kings game. Just run eleven seven for a game. Yeah, you double shift LOC, double shift the Druin. You know, yeah, yeah. double shift Lekkonen if you want. It doesn't matter. I, would, I, agree. I agree. I would say they've never been afraid of it. I would yeah. not say that they like it. I don't think any team okay. likes it. Yeah, because you're it, kind yeah. of, it messes with your rotation. It messes yeah. with the rhythm. Yeah. But for for getting by for a game, you're saying okay, which version of our lineup is stronger? The one without Sam Malinsky or the one. With, with Sam Malinsky and Jack Johnson, and you pull a Kibby Ronter and McDermott. And guy, you're playing five minutes a night. Yeah, like, like, you know, for for me, I think that's just an easy. It's a one game thing, and then yeah. when you get back from the break, if you have a Zach Parise, if that's a real thing, and he is in your lineup, you still have the decision to make on defense, but it's much better at forward because you know one of those guys is coming out for for a guy that you feel comfortable with. Clearly. <laughs> You have to feel comfortable with him, otherwise you wouldn't have signed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk right. about that more on Thursday. Sure. So. Yeah. That is what it is. Uh yeah. I I really don't want to do a, a whole lot else with this game. The Avs went in there, they dominated, they took <laughs> we care of it. We haven't really talked about it that much because they there's just they not a lot ass. to say. Yeah. You, you your star players went in there and dropped five point nights and they left because they were just better. Yep. You gave up a couple goals late that, frankly, I don't care about at all. No. It, the game was over. It is what it is. That's fine. The, the first one, okay, maybe you don't love it. The abs go down and make it 5-1, and the game's over. The second one is literally irrelevant to the outcome of the game. Doesn't matter. All right. Yeah, the closest they got in this game, once the scoring began, yeah. was 4-1. to one. Yeah. It was, never, it was never close. So when you go and look at the... 
deserve to win O-Meter, it's going to be on, I imagine it's on Washington's yep. side because... Because massive score effects. By the, by the <laughs> nine or by the 10 minute mark of the second period, it was four to nothing. Yeah. And, and like, credit to the Avs for keeping it four nothing in the second period. Washington pushed. At the credit end of to that Washington too for yeah, showing yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah, they man. were they were getting run out of the building and they showed life at the end of the second. They showed life well into the third. I was frustrated about it. Then they made it five one and I was I didn't talk about it the Nothing rest of mattered. the game. Yeah. So yeah, all right. A lot of, lot of credit to the Caps. I thought they were actually better in this game than they were against the Wild last night, where they were awful. Super chat time. Let's get to them. $5 from Justin, who says, Makar said in his postgame interview that McKinnon has another gear, too. <laughs> What's scary is I know he's got another gear. I'm here for it. Agree. I, if he has another gear, we really are going back to the 80s at that point, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of the very few guys uh, that uh, high-end guys. Oh, I just got really dizzy. He's one of the very few high-end guys whose points per game in the postseason is higher than his regular season. Uh, yep that's a pretty rare thing i went through the top 100 scores in nhl history not many of them uh, at, at forward and to compare their points per game versus regular season versus postseason and it was like six of them had that that, that was true of so it's not a normal thing for that to go up and it's true of both mckinnon and ranton guys are just freaks they're just and, and obviously they have each other yeah but nobody ever took that away from Gretzky and Messier and Curry. Plenty of good dudes on that team. Yeah, those guys are all in the Hall of Fame together. Won a championship after Gretzky left, by the way. You know who didn't? Gretzky. Gretzky. (laughs) Close, though. Hockey's hard. Yep. Uh, $2 from Vaguely, who says, no cap, no pants, no bra. What? I don't even know what this means. He's just because they threw the bra on him for the four goal. I think that's all there is to it. Got it. And the cap because of the hat trick. I don't really get that. Is the no pants just our because it's us? Yeah. And we like no pants. It's my default state of mind. <laughs> uh, $5 from the walrus who says, hashtag Rudo boobs, hashtag tarps off for yeah. the game review video later tonight. I feel yeah. like I'm supporting a Rudo OnlyFans. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, Ooh, I am only. confident if I started an OnlyFans, it would not make a dime. If uh, only because <laughs> OnlyFans took it all from you. <laughs> from your... One subscriber. <laughs> and then Vaguely Sober also asking about my OnlyFans. You guys are making this after dark. Not <laughs> not me. This is you, chat. This is on you guys. It's two subscribers are Vaguely Sober and definitely the walrus. Just because hat tricks make me wet doesn't mean I have an Dude. OnlyFans, chat. <laughs> uh, and then Wilson with a $5 who says, Lecky looking ready to join the onslaught going forward as well. Go apps. He yep. was really good tonight for a guy who hadn't played oh like 35 God. games or whatever. Yeah. Like, give me That's a break. hard to do to jump in, man. He's so good. It's a good league. It's only his 13th game of the season. He looked that good. He's whatever, ready. Lecky. I must be nice to be that good at anything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to be that good at anything. So That's all the I got. The way you talk, you, you, would, you would think you were that good at Counter-Strike, too. No, nah, I'm better at StarCraft than I've ever been at Counter-Strike. I just think you suck at Counter-Strike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never played, so I guarantee you he's right. <laughs> uh, all right. 
we are going to wrap this one up as we do have another show coming for you guys tomorrow on an off day. Uh, yeah, it should be a fun one. And then, of course, wrapping up the week with the game on Friday with the uh, the takeover. So if you're coming to that, you should have gotten your tickets in your email today. Super busy content week for us. Uh, Megan and I are going to be on Filipovich's uh, PDO cast as well. Yep. I don't know when that will probably comes out Friday, I assume. Um, but also, we had a Die Hard roundtable that came out today. So if you guys have not checked that out, go and read it. It's good it was, stuff. It was lengthy. Yep. There was a lot in there. All right. That's all we got. We appreciate all y'all hanging out with us. We are going to get out of here, and we will talk to you all on the next one. We all city like the mayor. 